I was in prison, and you came to visit me. With these words, Christ challenges each of us to spend time serving those who, because of circumstance or bad choices, can't serve themselves. Welcome to Someone Cares, a faith ministry dedicated to helping us all answer that challenge. For many years, this outreach program has carried healing doses of hope and Christian love behind prison walls and touched the lives of those in desperate need of both. I'm your Someone Cares radio host, Charles Mills. On today's broadcast, we're going to hear not from those who serve the prison community, such as the many amazing people involved with the Someone Cares Prison Ministry Program, but from those who are served, the inmates themselves. Through the years, ministry directors Don and Yvonne McClure, along with other chaplains and volunteers, have taken God's love directly to those hidden away behind bars. They've seen the transforming power of the gospel in action. Well, we're going to witness it as well as revealed by the testimonies of some who have felt the master's touch and then happily shared their newfound joy with the world. These testimonials were recorded at various times over the years and reflect just how deep the love of God goes to find flesh in hearts of stone. These are inmates talking. Let's listen. I'd like to thank the Lord for bringing me off the street, bringing me out the evil world. Thank the Lord for bringing me into solitude, into solitude, and made me a new child. Like it says in Second Corinthians, this chapter, seventeenth verse. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's me. I've become new. Praise God. The Lord has shown me that spectacular or miracles or anything that I was looking forward to see if God was real, was not able to hold me. The spectacular was not able to hold me. The only thing that was able to really hold me was for me to come into a personal relationship with God, with my Lord and Savior. Jesus, he taking me away from the devil, from my enemy. Jesus, he's the light. Jesus is my way. Jesus is my everything I have. I ain't got no wife. I ain't got no woman. Jesus is my everything. Jesus, give me what I need. Jesus, give me love. And I know I'll be in jail now because the devil sent me over here to jail. But Jesus got me. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Jesus got me, you know. <laughs> the devil loses. <laughs> he loses me for real. And he changed me. And I want to service my Lord for everything and everywhere he's sending me. I got a promises from God to make it in this world. And I want to make it. Praise God. I don't have much of a testimony except Jesus is working within my life. For me, myself personally, all I can say is I just thank my God and his word for teaching me every day, every day, how to love. Because when I was in the world, I did not have no love. Not, not the love that God wanted me to have. I had the love of the world. And my love of the world, I'm going to tell you, it was wishy-washy. It'll be up for a minute, and it'll be down the next minute. I'll be friend with you one minute and ready to kill you the next. But see, now that I have love of God in me, and then I, I'm still growing within that love, I learn to deal with everyday problems. 
and deal with each individual, inspect each individual in his own or her own special way because each and every one of you is different. And I love all of you. And the only way I can deal with any one of you is to look at you as an individual and try to love you regardless of what is wrong within you. I have to look into your heart and look through the through the windows of your eyes, which is the windows to your heart. And without that, brother, and without the power of Jesus working in me, I can't do nothing. I had a job, I was dealing, and my life just wasn't, you know, it wasn't what I wanted it. You know, I thought that a prosperous life was having money and having things and material wealth. There was no satisfaction in the void that I, that I was trying to fulfill. The car, if you had a new car, the clothes, the association with women or women or narcotics or gambling or, or whatever, there was nothing to fulfill what I was seeking inside. You know, the, the, the happiness and the joy and the peace wasn't in, in money or in materialistic things. Then I just couldn't take it anymore. You know, waking up each morning with the thought of being executed and going to sleep each night with the thought of being executed, that's all you ever thought about was death. And I just couldn't take it anymore. You know, it was just too much. That was the first time that I ever really called out to Christ for help. One of those times when I, mean, I just couldn't take it anymore. So I got down on my knees and I prayed, you know. I said, I don't really believe in you. You know, I, sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, but you're the only hope I've got. And I prayed that he would let me off death row, you know, to help me get off death row. And just a few months later, I went and I got another trial went back to another trial and, and was given a life sentence. Well, you know, I knew, you know, that the Lord had answered my prayer, but I was the kind of person that just hardened himself up so much inside all of his life that I just couldn't open up. You know, I knew that he was calling me, you know, that he, that he was there, you know, just for the asking. I was in the Monesto County Jail, and I just broke down in that cell. First, I began to curse the Lord, you know, and to really cap on him about the life that I was living. I was kind of blaming God for the life that I was living. I wasn't really looking at it like it was, you know, really was it. I was the cause of my life, you know. I was apart from God. I wasn't, use, I wasn't letting God use me. I wasn't letting God bless me. I hadn't put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'd heard about putting my trust in him, but I hadn't exercise trust in Christ. But I can remember as just like yesterday when I received Jesus Christ into my life and I quit playing games with him and I asked him for a new life, you know, for a new attitudes, for a new heart, a new mind. When I was on the streets in the world, using drugs and running around, getting in trouble, I got in a lot of trouble and I'm in here because of but I love the Lord now. And I've come to know that his love and his grace is sufficient. And his love can do all things. It can change a person. It can make a person love a neighbor. A neighbor that doesn't even know him. Doesn't even care about him. But the love of God reflects on that neighbor. And the love of God will shine in that Christian. And I thank the Lord each day that I really want to love him more. In doing that, I want to read his Bible. I want to pray. I want to walk with him daily. I'm tired of this prison, and I see a lot of people coming here that have a prison attitude. A lot of people need prayer. On the streets, we get to pray for these people in here. And I thank people that do continue to pray daily for them, because there's a lot of people in here, and they need their support. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ, because one day, He died for all human beings' sins, and He rose again. God said, the truth shall set you free. And I thank God for that freedom that he's given us. Although we are in here, it's great to learn about Jesus Christ. And it's great to experience that love, because that love is wonderful.
We're listening to testimonies today offered freely by prison inmates who have discovered a God who loves them through the work of the Someone Cares Prison Ministry, as well as other caring individuals and organizations. These words of praise were recorded by Don and Yvonne McClure over the years and reflect the transforming power of God's love in action. Let's enjoy a few more, shall we? I had thought I'd known peace, but I never known peace until I fell in the peace of the Lord. Then it also grieved me to see how come so many other brothers that I really care for, you know, I care for brothers. I, I'm, I'm in the humanity. I love people. And it used to grieve me to see other people go astray and not to know the real love of Jesus. But then uh, in studying his word, it made me understand that it was impossible for them to know him because the only way that they could know him was he draw them near to him. I feel that when you are walking with Christ Jesus and you really know the Bible, it doesn't matter who you're relating with, you know, because Christ is the center of your life. I believe that the Lord can work through many, many ways, as it's proven in the Bible. We don't have to limit the Lord. We have prayer meetings, we have Bible studies, and we do a lot of things that focus on the Bible or prayer. And so people who come to the chapel and to seek a, sort of a refuge, it gives me the opportunity to be part of that, which is really a blessing. I came to prison because I was a bad guy, and uh, I got a wife and kids, and I lived a real terrible life. And it's hard for me to say in words, but I'm tired of living the way I have. And if nobody believes in the Lord, before they say anything, they ought to try him before they knock him down. A long time ago, the Lord called me, so he gave me the time and let me do my own thing and showed me what I did wrong. He also showed me years ago, when I was following Lucifer, that it was not the right way to go, or the thing to do. I followed him for a long time. And I learned a lot of things the hard way. But the Lord stayed with me, and he never gave up on me. And if he can do that, then <laughs> this is nothing that I do for him. Because he more than deserves it. And I just dedicate my life and anything and everything that he's ever given me in this service. We're looked down on. We're treated as being a low form in society. And it's important to know how society feels about us. And whenever love is shown in prison from someone outside, it's real easy for an inmate to respond because it just overwhelms them. Find a way to to contact those who are locked up in prison, who are less fortunate because of the condition that we're in. Show through your letters the concern that you have for a human being as being a human being and the love and sharing the love that Christ is sending down from above to you. Because if it wasn't for the lighthouse of Jesus, I realize today that I would still be drifting away. I wish I had something that I could say that would reach them, that I would know that would reach them. I can say this, that after being in prison and seeing the hurt that a lot of the men go through because they have nobody to relate to, because they're turned off by religion, because the people that profess Christianity to them while they're on the streets cut them off. They've embarrassed them. They don't want anything to do with them because they didn't live up to the standards of the church or they thought they should. After seeing all that and seeing all the hate, I want to come back to prison and I want to help. It's like if you would come and you would look, I doubt very seriously that you could turn your back. I really doubt that. I don't see how you could. Not and call yourself a follower of Christ. 
wow, such beautiful testimonies from people who learned of God's love the hard way by committing a crime and ending up in prison, sometimes for life. But you know what? They're still children of our Heavenly King and deserve our love and attention. Would you like to help the Holy Spirit transform hearts of stone to hearts of flesh? Here's how. The Someone Cares Prison Ministry operates what's called the Pen Friend Program. This letter-writing system allows you and me to safely and anonymously communicate with inmates in our nation's most secure facilities. Here's how it works. Someone Cares receives a request for a pen friend directly from an inmate. This is matched with offers to write to inmates from you and me. Someone Cares acts as the go-between, passing our words of encouragement and hope to inmates and, in return, sharing his or her response directly with us. No names are exchanged, no addresses given, no contact information shared. All correspondence is addressed to Someone Cares in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It's a beautiful system. Would you like to be a pen friend? Well, God bless you. Visit www.someonecares.org and click on the pen friend link. Fill out the little form you'll see there and away you go. Or call them at 260-387-7423. That's 260-387-7423. Simple, safe, secure, and most wonderful of all, effective. Help the Holy Spirit generate some future testimonies. Contact Someone Cares Prison Ministry today. This is Charles Mills reminding you that because of people like you, those behind bars can know beyond the shadow of a doubt that someone cares. Thank you for listening to Someone Cares. If you'd like to become part of this vital prison outreach ministry, Visit someonecares.org and discover ways you can safely and effectively touch the lives of incarcerated men and women with God's love. Again, that web address is someonecares.org. This program was produced by Life Talk Radio.